Vomiting rainbows. Episode 20. This one, we go through a whole bunch of exciting things. So we go through a lot of Trump talk, a lot of CIA talk. Uh, We talk about this uh, lady who was scorned. Her name was Angela Diaz and the revenge that she got. And you're saying that this will not only be a lifetime movie, but maybe a full-blown Hollywood production eventually. Maybe Angelina Jolie playing uh, one one of the two, the psycho or the Absolutely. Uh, And then... um, and then we talk about whales. Enjoy. Episode 20. Dude, 20. That's crazy. This is t- 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 20. This is, like a, this is like a serious relationship at this Dude, point, Doug. I know. <laughs> Dude, this is the most time we've spent with each other in 20 years. That's true. It is true. You, I'd normally see you probably, well, there were, t- there, you know, when I lived in the city, obviously, yeah, there were probably, you know, there, there were times where I'd see you probably every couple of weeks, but then we'd go months. Yeah, then we'd go months and years. Know. Yeah, man. <laughs> 20 episode 20 it's amazing thanks it's, for uh listening everybody yeah i know i mean this is this is a a milestone for us and uh it's a milestone for any podcast doug it they, is they say that most podcasts don't go past like five episodes that, i was shocked when we went 10 and now he, we've doubled our efforts we're at 20 we're, we're crushing it unbelievable um yeah uh and you know first off this is vomiting rainbows mm-hmm. in case you have no idea what you're listening to, or why you accidentally stumbled on this. Right. It could be our 20th episode, but it might be someone's first. That could be true. Mm-hmm. And we hope that they go back and listen to all of them. That's right. Um, so this is basically a podcast where I tell Mike over there mm-hmm. stories um, that he knows nothing about. Uh, and then he chews them up and spits them right back at me. And today I'm wearing a lovely shirt that commemorates the 20th episode in which I have artistically put out the uh the 10 crossed out the 10 from our 10th episode t-shirt and I know. Uh, put 20 i think it's cool that we have a 10th episode t-shirt we do have a 10th episode t-shirt and you washed yours and you said it 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 didn't handle well it didn't handle well at all but i think <laughs> i you're probably supposed to wash it in cold and i think i washed it in warm did you wash uh really yeah so like it, like wherever it's white it's all red now i still wear it i don't care yeah. i mean you know yeah, well, and then you're wearing the commemorative Lake Chabot T-shirt. That's right, baby. East yeah, Bay that's Regional the Park one that District. you wore for like the first ten episodes. I, I think it's just my Tuesday shirt. It just comes it, in the yeah. rotation, you know. Yeah, it's, it's either that or some other like place that you visited that you got a T-shirt. Yeah, I, you know, if I go out in nature, uh, I always try to get a shirt. Like if I go to a national park or something, I always right. try to represent because I try to sublimely encourage people to uh, to get out in nature. Man, I love the East Bay Regional Park system. It's awesome. If if you live in San Francisco. And you're just like, oh, my God, Golden Gate Park is so rad. And Ocean Beach is so rad. And, like, you just keep going there and going there and going there. It's okay to go to the East Bay and check out the East Bay Regional Park System. It is awesome. Especially if you live in the East Bay now. Exactly. And then it's Cause, super easy. Because I remember when you lived in the Ocean Beach, you're like, duh, come out to Ocean Beach. Yeah. It's so rad. It is, I know. But, you know, I used to go I used to go to uh, a lot of the parks in the East Bay, even when I live in San Francisco, because they're that much better. Don't want to start a whole turf war, like a park <laughs> turf war, but I'm just saying – it, it, it's awesome. So I, many like rad I don't, hikes. I don't remember many times you were like, "Hey, Doug, let's go hike in the East Bay." It was always like, "Hey, Doug, I got this couch. You want to set on fire on Ocean Beach?" Yeah, well, that's when you could have bonfires in Ocean Beach, and they that's didn't really true. regulate what you burnt. That that was the days of those are the days in San Francisco, which I call freedom. Freedom. You know, now it's like now there's freedom, but you got to get a permit. You got to like get everything signed off on. You know, you can still do a lot of the same stuff you could do back in the '90s, right? But it's just all like it's all a process now. You got to like. Get an application and pay a fee. Well, that takes the fun out of it. You, the, one of my favorite things that people used to do uh, was that they would, uh, at the end of the holidays, 
like right after January 1st, like the first weekend after, everybody would get together and they'd take all their old dead Christmas trees out to Ocean Beach. Crazy. And they would just throw them into fires. And if you've never seen a Christmas tree go up. It's amazing. It it just, it goes up like, like it's been like lit with propane. Yeah. It's it's, almost as cool as Burning Man. It is. But but it's like that. Like you get that like, holy, that's fire, fire. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's exciting. And then. Now, like, if you try and do that, they'll write you a ticket. Oh, my God, yeah. It's you, like, just for celebrating Christmas, Doug. Yeah. They'll be like, what? <laughs> you were celebrating Christmas? It's it's disturbing. Yeah. Like, you're out there, you're drinking beer, making a little fire. But there's nothing even that could catch fire out there. They The reason that they say that you have to have a permit now. Why? And you can't do the burning of the Christmas trees is because um, of the smoke. The smoke. The pollution. Oh, oh, spare the air. I, yeah, maybe they got something. I don't know. I used to love it because... Um, Inevitably, what would happen is people would have parties at the bon- you know, at the beach that have bonfires, and then like as the Friday night went on, like midnight, one a.m., two a.m., like the party, like you'd see, you'd see the bonfires kind of go out, and like we'd always have the the one that was raging at like three right. three thirty. I'm talking about the bonfire, and so inevitably it'd be like like moth to flames, like all like the most wasted of the wasted people, or like a lot of the homeless guys, they would just kind of come up and be like. Hey, could I sleep next to your fire? And you, know, you start talking. To, you know, you, you just yeah. you meet people from like all over the place, and it was uh, it was great. It was like a beacon, you know. And and it it uh, I had some of the, the best nights that I ever had in San Francisco was at Ocean Beach. Yeah, uh, bonfire just because of the, the weird people I met and their crazy stories. And well, you, you know, can still have the bonfire. You just can't throw a Christmas tree in it. That's right. Yeah. So what's the point? <laughs> you can't go all out if you can't if you can't throw like random furniture that you have in your house because you have nothing else to burn. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, I did that. You did that. that. Yeah, yeah. So you went there. We went there. So I was on my way over here in a cab uh, listening to my cab driver talk about, like, uh, the Uber battle. You Uber know. versus Lyft? No, Uber versus cabs. Oh, oh, and, oh. And, like, oh. all that kind of stuff. Uh, in the background, though, uh, he had um, our great leader stepping down. He was doing his last. That's right. It was his farewell address, man. Yeah, which and, is kind of weird. I mean, he's still got like ten days left in office, right? I mean, don't you shouldn't he do like on the? I guess they got to give the uh, I, on the twentieth. It's all about the new guy, right? I'm sure he's got a lot of stuff to pack up and move out. Yeah, yeah, he's got he, he's got stuff to do. Did you listen to the whole thing? I listened to some of it, and yeah. one one of the things that he he did take like a little, like several small small digs at at Trump, of course. But um, one of them that he said is he said. It often seems like we're taking two steps forward and one step back. Mm. Um, but as a nation, we always continue to rise. So he was trying to say, like, don't get down, down yeah, yeah. just because Trump's coming into office. I think I think um, I think things are going to change on January 20th. I think that things some things definitely should change. I think that he should get off Twitter once he becomes president. Like, yeah. I, just, I just I don't know, man. There's something about uh, first of all. Are we sure that's him tweeting? And then, like, obviously it is, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then it's no, like... No, if it, if it sounds like something that was well thought out, it's not him. Yeah, if I just... It, if it's, like, knee-jerk and, like... Did Obama uh, tweet a lot? Not like he this. He did. Did he? Yeah. In fact, Obama started the tweet. Oh, like, really? he was the first president... To ever be on to, Twitter? Yeah, to be on Twitter. He yeah. was the first social media president. I guess I'm just... I'm not a... I, I mean, I, I, you know, I like Twitter. It's okay, but, like, I just... Uh, I don't think it's necessarily the best place to kind of do reactionary comments on things no. when you're the leader of the free world. Like I don't, you know, you know what I mean. Like I, I or at it, least not well thought out ones. Yeah, I'm like, I, I'm really weird when it comes to my expectations of presidential behavior, though, because like 
I remember being upset that, like, uh, when Bill Clinton won on MTV, I was, like, uh-huh. upset about that. I'm like, why is the president on MTV? Like, it, like it just bothered me. Like, I, I, I don't, you know, like, and as the years have gone on, they right. just, you know, they're, they're on every late night talk show. They're just, used to be, like, where the president, like, if he was on TV, dude, it's because, like, shit was going down. It was, right. like, it was important. Like, right. we were about to start a war. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was a big deal. And he then, was, like, now you see the president, he's all over the place. He's, he's like, not doing an SNL skit. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? So it's like, I, I don't know. Saturday Night Live. I mean. Yeah, like I, I just, uh, you know, and, and I, I, most people that I talk to about this, they make fun of me. And they're like, dude, like, what's the big deal? But I, I just, I'm still stuck in that, like, time when, like, I, I just, I think the president, and I know it's, you know, I know, like, the office, I don't know if it runs itself, but, you know, it's not like he's, like, working 20 hours a day on things. You know, right. it's like, you know, he has downtime and stuff, and he can, you know, go on late night talk shows if he wants to. But I like to think that the president, like, always has more important things to do, like, more pressing issues than just doing FaceTime with the nation. You know what I mean? Like, I want my president to be elected and, like, never see him for four yeah. years. And just all this cool stuff happened. You know, you know what I'm talking right. about? Like, I, I, don't need, I don't need, like, a public president. I don't, need, I don't need to hear him on Twitter. I don't need to see his picture. I just yeah. want him to, like, get elected and do great things and, like, and then just, you know. The, the big problem that a lot of presidents face, though, is that they do things that are unfavorable. And then they have to turn the tide somehow to regain exactly. that approachability. That's as politics. The yeah. yeah, that's the it's politics. politics. Yeah. yeah. So that's really what they're trying to do. Yeah. What I'm but, saying is I, I want to elect a president hermit that's just like, listen, you're not going to hear from me for four years, but I'm going to do these 10 things. Right. And then he just goes away and does those 10 things. And we can just go on about our lives, right? Like build a wall. or <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like he can actually go build the wall. Well, dude. So you start laying bricks down. This is, this is one of the things I was thinking. Uh, like, So just before I left, uh, I I was scanning the news as I do in huge preparation for our podcast. Mm-hmm. Hours. hours, hours, hours and hours and hours. And one of the things that uh, I came across was this: there's they just put out the addendum. So you remember when they were talking about like the hacking scandal, and they said, "Yeah, there's what we're releasing to the public, and then there's the the real other, deal. There's there's other things that we feel are too." Um, sensitive to release at this point. Yep. Oh my god, dude. Have the you read shit. it? Have you read the addendum? I, I I didn't get the confidential briefing. Oh, okay. But the the addendum that they just put out. Yeah. It is not good. Right. I mean, what is it saying? Just Russia got got Trump elected? Is that is that basically um, in a nutshell? S- so imagine. Simplify ima- it for us. Doug. All right. So in in brief, uh, the uh, U.S. intelligence agency worked with the British intelligence agency to vet the relationship between Trump and the Kremlin because they felt like there was a relationship there that was concerning. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, they, it's, it's, it's also no mystery that, uh, you know, Putin and, and, you know, the Russian government weren't fans of Obama or Hillary Clinton. You right. know what I mean? There was a lot of tension going on in the world between those two. Mm-hmm. So if Donald Trump saw Buddy Buddy, like, hey, man, let's go drive a tank together. Right. You know, I'm sure they're going to be like, hey, whatever we can do to get this guy elected, we yeah. can go fly jets with him. We'll do. And so that's where it gets sketchy because. They actually flew jets together? No. <laughs> but if they did, that would be dope. That would be, I mean, you know. Dude, could you imagine, like, seeing, like, Trump and Putin, like, jet Crazy. fighting together? Like, like Top Gun, yeah. shirts off. <laughs> High fiving oh, everywhere, scary. little volleyball action. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, they. Uh, so they were. Um, so this uh, MI6 officer. So MI6 is the super secret arm of the British government. He found out. Um, he had close ties, and he is somebody that the U.S. government has worked very closely with before, mm-hmm. who has always 
provided them with very credible information. Yeah. Um, and that's something when they use the term credible, it's a very um, it's a it's like it's a almost stamp. fact. Yeah, it's yeah, almost yeah, yeah. fact. I've like watched you, Homeland before, bro. Right, you're on it. Yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to help our listeners. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm not saying that you don't know, Mike. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I know that you're up there. You're in the secret world. Totally, man. Yeah. So, spies. <laughs> spies. You're you're our you're our top detective. I am. On the show. People, I mean, people that listen know. Yeah, people that listen know that Mike slowly, like, he has no idea what facts I throw at him. And so he slowly puts it together, and then all of a sudden he's like, I know what happened. It's like a game of Clue. Exactly. So anyway, they— um, MI6. So, so MI6 uh, found out all of this information that they deemed a—that um, that the Kremlin had compromising financial— and relationship ties to the Kremlin on Trump mm. or and also his campaign. And he had a lot of documents to back that up. Uh, he did not go – he met – it was like – sounded like a clandestine meeting in Rome where he met with an FBI agent. They exchanged the information there, and then that agent took it back to the U.S. and briefed McCain – and McCain, I think, is on the head of the Senate Intelligence Agency. Yeah. Um, don't fact check that. That sounds good. Whatever. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. He's on. He's in some agency. Uh, but anyway, um, he took that, uh, and the FBI has been reviewing that information for quite quite some time because they don't they want it to be uh, rock solid before they put it forward. But one of the big things is remember when. Um, Comey was releasing all that stuff about Hillary's emails. Yeah. Well, uh, during that, uh, Harry Reid started just laying into Comey because th- they didn't have any information, like they, on on any improper dealings with Hillary Clinton. Yet they were releasing all of this uh, very damning uh, information. Yeah. They were saying that there. There could be possible ties. Well, at the same time, he knew that there was this damning information against Trump. Yeah. And he was being tight-lipped about it. Yeah. That's... That's politics, right? That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's politics. But now... Um, so what happens, Doug? So, so all of a sudden, this MI6 information comes out. It turns out that Putin basically, uh, you know... I mean, who knows how he influenced it? Maybe he, you know, but like they hacked something and right. digitally got Trump like an extra two million votes. Like what happens? Well, that's going to be real. That's it's it's just going to depend on how high up his campaign. Let I it was the, what they're going to do is someone's going to take the bullet and say, oh, I was doing this behind Trump's back. Yeah. But in all actuality, you know, Trump knew all about it. Yeah. There's no way he didn't know. Yeah. I mean, this is a very hands-on campaign. I mean, guy. look how much he tweets about things. Yeah. So, um, and then, I don't know if you remember, very, like, during this time, he stopped talking about all the trite things that he was talking about before. I mean, not trite, but they were they were just kind of uh, knee-jerk, getting the vote type yeah. things. Like, I'm going to build a wall. I'm going to get jobs. There's bad hombres out right. there. Yeah. We're going to make a factory again. Exactly. Yeah. And then he started talking about Gina. Remember? No. He started talking about China and like. Oh, China! Oh. I thought you said China. Like, well, it, that's how he says it. Okay, I was he, like, he I'm said, like, what? he says China. You know, it's, I was reading something too where, like, when he says "bigly," yeah, he, he thinks he's saying "big league." 
No. Yeah. He's, he's saying. I know, but that's what they say. Like, that's yeah. what he said. He goes, I don't say big league, I say big league. I well, read it, like, in Time Magazine. I'm like, really? What is that? What accent is that? They've, they've, out of many of the things that he said, they've stopped bigly, and it's not big league. Like, he's he's just trying to make it sound like he didn't make up a word. Yeah. And he makes up words all the time. It does suck that I think bigly is kind of a cool word. Yeah. I mean, I kind of think it is. Like, I, I, dude, this podcast is bigly, bro. It's totally. Like, I wish you, you know, like, I, I, I like the, I like that how it sounds. Yeah. Well, we'll be the Bigly podcast in the future. Um, so, yeah, he just stopped, but he stopped all of that. And then he started focusing on these huge political issues that he had never even really, like, touched before. Yeah. And that's also disconcerting because China is not a great friend of Russia. Yeah. So now it seems like maybe the Kremlin injected ideas into his campaign to start formulating future Foreign alliances. policy. Yeah. Alliances. Well, I mean, you got to ask if you, if, we, if there's going to be a, like if a world war is going to bust out, who do we want on our side? Right. You yeah. know, and I mean, you know, I wouldn't mind having Russia on our side. Right. Well, OK. You know, I mean, I'm saying that's probably yeah. that's probably who knows. Maybe like there's some back room where they're saying, hey, dude, here's the deal. Like the next five years, man, it's going to be World War Three bonanza. Right. We got to start drawing lines, man. You got to figure out where you want to, you know, where you want the, your chips to fall. Right. You know? and, it, and it's no secret that China is like has has plans to we talked about this in a previous podcast about them amassing gold to potentially drop the price of our our dollar to nothing yeah to start like exactly. start hyperinflation yeah, start, exactly. start a, a whole uh depression crash the world economy yeah exactly definitely, man so but that's why, the, that's why doug's down with bitcoin yeah that's why i'm all <laughs> about bitcoin um yeah so i think the you know the the bigger concern which we'll find out i mean they're doing it now that they're releasing this information and it's coming more to light, yeah. they're going to be under high pressure to the the FBI and the CIA to start showing what they learned. Well, I think it'll be interesting to see what the facts are, right? And then number two, I think what what's even more interesting is is, is what's the outcome? Like you said, is it, is it just going to be a fall guy saying, "Hey, right. I did this, my bad," or you know, will it lead to something greater or or more biglier or more biglier? Yeah. Um, Possible. Interesting, Doug. So, uh, anyways, this this is the one thing that I kind of, that really struck me uh, as terrifying is Trump, I don't know if you remember, but like a week and a half ago, Trump said his next priority following like building the wall and all these other things is restructuring our intelligence agency. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so basically what he did is it's a veiled threat to the intelligence agency. Like, I'm going to fire you guys. Yeah. Like, if you find this information, you guys are going to be restructured. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to all disappear. Yeah. I don't know what to say, man. I, I don't have I – don't, I, don't, I don't know what to say. A week and a half ago, I was in Hawaii, Doug, so I don't know, man. I was, you're, you're just I wasn't like, paying why, attention to Why am I back? Why am I not swimming with turtles? I know. I'm like, <laughs> what? 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 The country's going crazy. Did, did you see days? Tom Selleck? Was he driving like a Ferrari around there? No, no, oh. I wish. Oh. I wish. Hawaii's beautiful, though, man. A lot of it is very uninhabited. I went to the big island, saw the volcano blasting and stuff. It was cool. It was very, uh, very aloha. Shaka. Aloha. Hey, you're doing Give my the, shaka. That's called is, a shaka. Is that, is that what it is? Yeah, I thought shaka. it was the hang loose symbol. That too. We're doing the like thumb out, pinky out. Yeah. Like, shaka. Right. Yeah. Mahalo. Um, so, anyway, Trump is. His his team for some reason can't can't comment immediately on this, so they're working on a statement. Yeah, you know the, he hasn't tweeted about it yet. No, okay. you know I I, I think 
I think they're all like, you know what? This is kind of a bigger deal, Trump. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to think about we, it. We might want to think about this one because the next words out of your mouth could be really bad. Yeah. Yeah, so, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens, man. You'll keep us posted on this, Doug. This will be I, a, I this is a developing story on Vomiting Rainbows. A, this is a, dude, we are, like, cutting edge when it yeah. comes to this. We were talking about this ages ago. Yeah, like I think episode they, three. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think the FBI and CIA have been listening to our podcast they might and be. using it as, actually, are you the MI6? I could be. You could be? Yeah, can't say. It's it's too bigly for you to it's say right now. It's too Um, So... It, on to like uh, a true, true vomiting rainbows worthy story. Yes. Um, this woman, Angela Diaz. Have you heard about this woman? Mm, man, that name sounds really familiar. I, I hadn't heard anything about this story, but it is so f- crazy. Yeah. I, I'm, Hit I'm me. like, yeah. <laughs> I, Hit me, Doug. So this is like, um, she married this guy, they got divorced, and she like went, crazy fatal attraction on him like mm. you couldn't even write a movie that was more fatal attraction than she's going what was right some of now. the stuff she did well first of all um he broke up with her and met another woman uh the other woman and he uh she the other woman got um uh, got pregnant very quickly wow. uh they got married she didn't like that at all she ex- what did she do uh she got she got a little bit of revenge so um she started sending letters um, to the fiance. Yeah, with Bible verses oh, and talking man. about how their uh, the daughter of sin would be destroyed and like oh no all of these things. And then she said that um, uh, tonight is the night. You better watch your back. Like all of this stuff. And, 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 and I mean, you get a letter like that. I mean, that's like straight. Is this like an old timey letter or an email, Doug? Do you know, uh, it was an email, and it was an email that she had done some research on. She actually like uh, hid the sender, sent it through a whole bunch of like whacked. Uh, that's what's kind of crazy about about crazy people like this, right? Like they're they're clearly detached from reality, yet they can figure out how to do all this stuff with technology, right? Yeah. Oh no, this. Like yeah. If like, this lady would have just got a good job, like at, a, at an IT place, oh yeah, you know she would have been fine. And like, dude, so this guy broke up with you. Here, you got a nice job doing IT. Yeah, look, look at all the cool computer stuff you can do. Right, and huh. and she could have done, you know, uh, I don't know. She could have, Angela could have probably done a lot with the knowledge that she's put forth in just attacking her ex's new fiance. Doug, uh, you get an email like this at vomitingrainbows.com. What do you do, man? I mean, like, get, you, get, you start getting threatened or whatever by some, by some crazy person. Ooh, that would be some awful. Crazy, some crazy Let's girl. Let's not talk about it. Let's not lie. What if the girl's, like, super hot, though? <laughs> oh, she's super hot. Does she have candy wrappers? My, Will she send them to me in, yeah. at, at, at the station here? It's possible. That'd be awesome. Um, so, yeah, she, um, so she started sending these really aggressive letters and then at the same time, she was posting on Craigslist uh, about um, a girl who wanted to have a rape fantasy and to come over to her house and to rape her. And even if she put up a fight, know that she was still into it, even if she screamed or said she wasn't interested. 
And so that, she's like setting up this girl. Yeah. Oh my god, this is insane. So she's setting. And, her- and, and are you telling me? Listen, I, I haven't been on Craigslist. And when I do go to Craigslist, I, it's usually for like car parts and stuff. <laughs> are you telling me that there's people on Craigslist that would read something like that and be like, "Dude, I'm all oh, in. Yeah, I'm going to show up on Friday and I'm going to break in this house." And like, are people that dumb? <laughs> do, do, do you know what I mean? Like, like I can just imagine this Craigslist was like, "Hey, break in my house and and beat me to death, or you know, beat yeah. me to an inch of my life." Yeah, you know, and, and like some guys are like, "Oh, that's just what I'm wanting to do." <laughs> I feel like there, there are some the answers. Yes, well, it, yes, and then also you got to remember this is Anaheim, so you know, there's it's L.A. the Orange County area. There's a lot of people who have some deviant preferences out there. Yeah, but I mean that just seems like I mean my point is like if you have if you want to have fantasies and you want to do deviant things like that's fine, but it just seems like. It seems like if you're going to do something like this off Craigslist, you really, really have to make sure that it's like a legitimate thing. Like, not just go, oh, I got the Craigslist ad. This will be my alibi if the cops storm in and, you know, arrest me. Or, you, 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 do you understand what I'm saying? Right. Like, like I, I just, especially if you're doing something way, way, way crazy, like breaking into someone's house and, like, you know, like, like don't, you know, don't wake me up. Just break in the house and come get me in this room. Like, right. you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. I, it's but- like me saying, hey, uh, you know, let's play fantasy. Like, go rob this bank, right? You know, and and drop the money off. You know, in my house, some guy goes and robs a bank. He's like, yeah, there's Craigslist. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it'd be a solid defense unless you were just not mentally, yeah, quite the brightest. But um, I think the other thing that she so she was planning obviously for backlash on this, and so she staged um, a. Uh, a scene in her house that she said she had been attacked. Somebody had come into her house and attacked her and beat her up. Mm. And she had a whole crime scene there. This is the ex. The, yeah, the ex. Wow. So she was, like, preparing to you say, know, no, just... he's trying to attack me and setting me up for attacking her. Yeah, if, if uh, wow, that's even crazier. Yeah. I mean, if she just put, are we sure that she's not right? We're not 100% sure. Okay. Because um, it just seems like a lot of effort. Like, if she would have just put this effort into the relationship, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, maybe, you know, I, I don't know, just the, the thing, a little bit The more thing into that it. the cops are, which teed them off that it's definitely her, yeah. is the stage crime scene. Got it. So, what's, that, the, what's the body count? Where, where are we at, Doug, in this story? Uh, where, uh, how many people have died? Yeah. Uh, there's This This is a, a happy one. Okay. We have no deaths in this at all. Just assaults. Uh, no, uh, Attempted assaults. Okay. Uh, so they're saying that the fact that she posted this is an attempt to get her assaulted. Yeah. And then one of them was also like a kidnap fantasy. So she's got kidnapping charges against her oh my as God. well. So thank God that no one like saw the Craigslist ads like, cool, I yeah. got a van. I'm going to grab this lady and throw her in my thing. Awesome Yeah, I don't fantasy. think anyone really answered the ads, but there was enough. Uh, so they, they did, after she staged the scene. Yeah. They arrested her for staging the scene and a false police report um, and also for sending intimidating emails to uh, the ex-wife. Yeah. But um, they, she bonded out. And after that, what would you think she would do? Maybe mm. stop? I don't know, man. This chick's so crazy. I got. I kind of want to meet her. I'm kind of interested now. <laughs> kind of like, is it's kind of a turn on now. She's like dedicated. I mean, yeah, that's like she's, that's she, she. She kept going after the guy. Yeah, she kept going. Did oh not stop. God, man. She started um, stealing from her employer, faking cancer and other uh, illnesses, and kept her campaign going. 
to harass this guy and his yeah. new lady. Well, thank thank God the baby didn't get hurt. I thought it was gonna be one of these like crazy stories where like, you know, like she took the kid and like cut the cut the wife's face off no. and like wore it to the guy's like retirement party or something. <laughs> like just you know, no, they they um so she's uh uh was arrested in Arizona. She's facing uh thirty two charges. And so, so thirty-two charges of like like setting up an attempted burglary and assault mm-hmm. and kidnapping. What does that get? About three weeks in jail. Uh, just on twenty-one of the counts, she would be uh, facing twelve years. Mm. But the total sum of all thirty-two is life in prison. See, the thing that sucks though is like she'll probably end up going to prison maybe for a year, maybe three-year sentence out in a year. This guy's got like basically change his identity, move. Like change his whole life if he wants peace, man. I mean, it's like you know what I mean. Like he's gonna be looking over his back the the rest of his life. Yeah, he's uh, got he's got to like totally you know. Yeah, it's gonna it's that they've been very concerned for the welfare of the husband and the and the wife and the child because yeah. they said that this woman has shown time after she's violated restraining orders. They you know there's just. She's off the deep end. And yeah. They, uh, but they don't have, they didn't have enough to uh, hold her in jail because, you know, the the thing in the in the U.S. is you're not guilty of a crime until you actually commit it. Yeah. So the crime that she was committed of, um, she was able to bond out on. So mm. she's legally allowed to be out. Yeah. She, uh, she just she, needs to meet some other dude. Like, like you know, like that, that some guy's going to like cross her path and she's going to be like, Doug, <laughs> and that's gonna be it. Then this guy's, you know, finally gonna be like free, free. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I just think, I think, I think, you know, a person like that, uh, like, I mean, that she, she, if I had to like do a scorecard as far as like potential good relationship, I mean, she has a lot of things in the plus column. She just needs to apply herself in a different direction. I mean, like someone that committed and like with that much energy and willing to put that much attention to detail into a plan. I mean. You know what I mean? She'd be like a great gardener. Like you, you could marry her and be like, "Hey, can we plant this garden in my backyard." And like, are you are you saying that you're you're willing to mentor her? No, I'm just saying <laughs> that. Like, it's 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 amazing the, the I, amount of energy she, she I, has. I I feel like you're ready to to take her, you, take her under your wing and exactly and like, and, and help her. Can you find please, the yeah. path of righteous? Can you please organize my garage. Right. Take that energy and organize. Well, I, I could definitely use the organization. In the yeah, garage help. Be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So yeah. Um, She's in Arizona right now in jail, um, and they're trying to extradite her back to California. Mm. And uh, they have a ton of of stuff waiting for her. So uh, I don't think we'll hear the end of that story, and I think probably more and more things will come out. But I don't think they want to uh, rile her up until they're sure she's yeah behind bars. That's right, man. Keep that keep that pot kind of simmering. And her her parents say that. Um, this is all um, a setup against her. Yeah, and she's done nothing to. Like the guy's this. the crazy yeah. one. The guy's just trying to screw her. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't know, man. People, I that could be possible, dude. I, I don't know. You know, who knows what this guy has? What kind of strings he yeah, has? But he, he left her, and he's now with. Yeah, but I mean, listen to to the female uh, listeners listening to this. I mean, ladies, you know there are dudes that are just as psycho. Right. Like they're they're a crazy, vindictive. Yeah. Like mentally whacked dudes that would like go to great lengths to ruin a chick's life. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm just saying we don't know 100 percent the facts here. Right. And I'm saying this could be one of those stories that we follow up on, Doug, and there's a massive twist. Where it's the dude that that's all crazy. 
Well, according to uh, the uh, APD, Anaheim Police Department, yeah. they say they have an airtight case. Against her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. So they feel extremely confident. And the reason that they – there were six, uh, six weeks that they had of just intense uh, uh, computer forensic investigation just to prove – You're telling me that the Anaheim Police Department spent six weeks just investigating – like the email and website yeah. of this one case? Of this one case. Oh, my God. They were ready. Well, they were. That's con- unbelievable. Yeah. I would expect maybe like six, like a case like this, like you signed some dude, he might spend three hours on this and he should be able to figure this stuff out. Six weeks. Yeah. She was, she was using like VPN. She was, she was being good. That's unbelievable. Yeah. She was, she was using stealth technology. Huh. Six weeks. <laughs> six That's crazy. Weeks. Crazy. So anyway, we talk about death and on this podcast and usually really uh, traumatic ways to mostly to humans. Uh, but a couple of times we brought some animals in. Ugh. So I figure, I figure we should, we should talk about the one animal that we've probably all heard about by now. Um, and I'm going to say his name wrong, but you, uh, 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 Tillicum. Do you know Tilicum. him? The, Tilicum. Tillicum. No, nah, man. Uh, He's a killer whale at sea. Oh world. yeah, yeah, yeah! I did hear about right? this. Yeah, yeah, something like that. You know, you, do you know Ricky Rackman? Do you know who that guy is? Uh-uh. He used to uh, he used to host Headbangers Ball. Oh, okay. And then he used yeah, to, yeah, he, used yeah. to he used to yeah. host Love Line with Doctor Drew and yeah. stuff. He's a huge like uh, a killer whale freedom guy. Yeah, like super huge into it. And you know who else is super into that? Who's a dude that uh, I think it was Steve O? Didn't Steve O like um, like climb up on that crane? And like wave some kind of flag to liberate the the orcas from uh, captivity. I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Steve, like yeah, he, let like, me look it up. I'll look yeah, it up. I'll yeah. go to the interwebs. Yeah, but that's that's a big thing, man. I mean, it's um, you know, that's a, that's a big movement. But this one, this one passed away. It was in captivity for like what five hundred yeah. years or something. Or yeah, Steve O gladly goes to jail for uh, Sea World's orcas. See, look at that. Yeah, that was in October of twenty fifteen. Look at that memory thing. I yeah, you, you got it going. Two years, on. bro. Yeah, so he went. He went to jail uh, to protest the mistreatment of of the Sea World animals. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, so so, the, but this and it was on a crane. K- Kilamata or whatever the uh, killer uh, whale name is is um, passed away like n- like not natural causes because it was in captivity, but it wasn't yeah. like it was like beat to death or like no no. Okay, so this isn't like some horrific animal torture story. Uh, Other than it being held in captivity its entire life. Basically, the what the SeaWorld um, is saying, and, and they have a new department called SeaWorld Cares. Yeah. Uh, or that's, I guess, their PR company is SeaWorld Cares. Uh, but they said uh, that uh, he passed away early on the morning of January 6th, surrounded by trainers and this loving, caring staff that provided him round-the-clock, world-class care. Yeah, it's it's weird, right? Because it's like people that work there love animals, you know, and then and then they kind of, I'm sure it's awesome to work with a killer whale, but they they kind of miss the point. Like it's like, dude, this thing shouldn't be here, but it's there, right? So they can't just let it die. So they they care for it. I mean, it's it's a weird situation. I, I know this happens a lot with people that work. Uh, you know, they love cats and dogs, and they and they end up working at animal shelters. And what they don't realize is like part of that job is to put dogs and cats yeah. to sleep. And it like like mentally, I've heard stories do where like it mentally like causes so much trauma for these people that work at these animal shelters because they really just want to help animals out. Yeah. But then they end up like, you know, like 
killing animals constantly. Like, that's yeah. what they do all day. Yeah, it's basically it's a large percentage, and they yeah. usually have a person who can handle that. But uh, still, I mean, yeah. you know, like that's just it's just it's just it's it's rough. It's like. You know, not uh, something I could do. Yeah, and you know, I mean, and most most of the uh, kind of amusement animal amusement parks have kind of, uh, you know, like they, they kind of changed over the years. I mean, I remember like locally, you know, like uh, Six Flags used to have like all kinds of elephants yeah. and stuff, and you know, as the years go on, you know, they go to some refuge, and you know, they, it's just not, it's not, it's just not the way it is anymore. You yeah, know? The, this uh, well, um, one guy I heard him talking about. Uh, he has started this in in California. He has this huge area of land that's been donated to him for animals that were in captivity or being mistreated. Yeah. And he lets them roam free. Um, and they have feeding and things like uh, health care for them. But they have to go find them to provide them with all of these things. There are no cages unless yeah. they're severely injured. Well, it's, it's it's like, remember that lady got eaten by the lion at the SF Zoo all those years yeah. ago? You know, and she was she was like the lion trainer. She was like the lion... You know, yeah. She'd love lions. Like she'd love that animal. And yeah. then the animal ate her. You know, I mean, I, I the thing is, like, I love the zoos. I, lo- I love, I love seeing animals. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I love seeing that. Um, but in a sense, I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like a zoo. Just in the theory, is kind of messed up, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, well, that's the that's a lot of those animals are like injured. A lot of those animals, like you know, are rescued from like places. So, and I think that's one thing, right? But um, I guess I'm kind of, I haven't really thought this out too much, but well, uh, Steve Irwin, uh, his big thing was I he, love Steve Irwin. I, yeah. I, I interviewed Steve Irwin. Dude. That, guy, really? that, guy, that guy had like a huge, huge impact on my life, man. He was amazing. He was amazing. And yeah. usually when I when I talk about uh, Steve Irwin, um, people start laughing at him. They think I'm joking. They think they think because you know the show was kind of he he was he was like a dorky dude, um, but he was like that's exactly how he was like in real life. Like he was just a real dude, and he was. You know, I remember him talking about it, like asking, like, dude, aren't you scared? Like, you're going to die by one of these animals? And he's like, live a life. He goes, what was it? His, this was his quote. He'd say, uh, uh, you know, live a wildlife warrior, die a wildlife warrior. <laughs> and that's what he said. I was like, and he was so, that, I tell you what, man, I, I haven't come across that many people uh, that were more passionate human beings. I mean, that, like, I'm trying to think of, like, I, say if I've, I've met 10,000 people, that dude's, like, in the top five most passionate, most impactful people I've ever met. Yeah. And, Easily. And one of the big things that he he believed in, his uh, wildlife park was an open wildlife park. You went in there, and there were animals walking around you, and that was his whole thing. No cages. It was, they had, like, open areas, but, like, they were they were very low borders, and it the, he didn't put animals in there that uh, without people around them, but... He did not believe that they should be in enclosures. He thought that that was a horrible thing to do to an animal. Yeah. Um, he said I don't. He didn't believe in prisons and the cages for the animals. He thought were inhumane. Yeah. Well, it's and, weird. Like you know, I, I have friends that have birds. You know, like really cool birds. And birds are like, actually like super cool pets to have. Right. Um, from what I understand, really noisy but super cool. But like at the same time, like it's like you have a bird, right? Mm-hmm. And it and it's like it's in a cage. <laughs> Yeah, I remember uh, I, I had a friend. I can't remember who it was, but they were telling me how they had a pet bird when they were a kid, and they, and they would fly with it. Uh-huh. Like they'd bring it on a plane. They bring the the cage bird on a plane and fly around the country with it. And I'm like, you know, like, like if that bird could have consciousness, it'd be like, what, like, what am I doing? Like, right. I, like I, I can I can fly. Uh, I I could get there on my own. Yeah, dude. I can do this on my own. Why don't you and tell now me a, where to meet you? Yeah, like I'm <laughs> in a cage on a plane flying. This is this is insanity. Like only mankind would. Would create such an insane type of like, like situation, you know. I mean, I don't know. So like, 
I, I've wanted birds as pets, but then like I just I can't I, I couldn't handle them uh, being in a cage. Like I used to work at a pet store and used to I spent all my time with the birds. But like for birds. example, there's this guy um, in in my neighborhood in Hayes Valley, and he's had you a, feeding pigeons on the street. That you know, that's not cool either. Not, <laughs> he has a macaw, you know, yeah. and they live forever. They yeah. like live for about fifty years, and he's had him since it was a baby macaw. Unbelievable. And, the, and he has no cage. He puts him on a little stand in his house. Yeah, and the macaw sits there and sleeps there at night sometimes would come walk up over to him yeah he's he walks Be- around town with because him that's a that's a dedicated pet owner that's right. a guy who's saying like you know what this pet needs like freedom yeah and and needs will be met no matter what like if right. it poops all over my my cereal bowl oh well oh well because it's freedom is paramount and i think that's i think that's the thing is is if you really think about it, not to get nitpicky with pet owners but i think a lot of pet owners really don't want to take the responsibility, yeah. effort, and time that it really takes to give a lot of animals, um, you know, the, the kind of the kind of lifestyle that they deserve. Yeah. There I, you go. I completely agree. Yeah. So, anyway, he passed away. Um, they're going to do an autopsy on him, but uh, really what they're going to find out is that captivity just wore him down. Yeah. Um, they're trying to say he lived a long life for uh, a whale. Uh, in captivity. And, and then they put, like, they put the addendum in captivity. But now what's the backstory on the, on that whale? I mean, was that whale, like, was it was it uh, beached? Was it, you know, because you know, I know, like, no, the— they, uh, they caught him from a pod, and that's why he became so aggressive. Yeah. Is because he was with a family. They removed him from the family. Got and he it. was trying to get back to yeah, the of family. Course. Um, I know they, was it the um, um, Marin— uh, Mammal Center, like up there where they do all the sea lions and seals. Like if they find a, like a, a sea lion that's all mess, mangled, uh-huh. they'll, they'll basically raise it and heal it, and then they set them free. Yeah, yeah. Which is rad. It's like they, they do that all the time. You can go up there and check it out. All the seals and stuff. It's super cool. Yeah. So, you know, that the the big thing that he was uh, a problem, they, they called him, uh, they would not let him out with other trainers anymore because mm-hmm. he was the one that killed the, the, the chick. The, yeah, the trainer. Yeah. Um, and then also a guy came, snuck into the park, and he killed him in the park uh, when he was playing around in the water. He wanted to swim with a whale or whatever. Yeah, um, I kind of dig that. Just jumping in the park. Like and, I mean, I, yeah. I, I like that that passion to be near wildlife. Like the guy's like, dude, that's it. I'm gonna sneak in after hours. I'm gonna go, you know, right. Go wrestle a bear or whatever. I mean, you know, <laughs> if that's the way you want to go. Yes, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, so the the big thing was is that they uh, the training is basically starvation. So they starve them, and they get food if they do the trick. Yeah. So that's why the the lion got, or the the um, uh, the whale killer, lion, yeah, kill, whale, whale lion killer killer whale things, lion, yeah. Uh, the killer whale lion got upset because he uh, he did the he thought he did the trick. He didn't get a treat, and then he went and did another trick, and she only gave him half the treats. Oh, he's like, and What's he was up? like, he got pissed, and he swam around the tank really. You see him like pitch a fit. And then he comes back over and he grabs her and he's like, "I'll show you." Yeah, her underwater. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah. So well, I rest, think, rest in peace, Orca. Yeah, poor Free the guy. whales. Poor guy. So anyway, so that's basically it. I mean, you know, uh, we had also great news, which is they caught all the people that you were concerned about—the ones that uh, tied up uh, uh, Kim Kardashian. Oh, did they really? Ca- yeah. They caught all them? They caught them all. Crazy. And they, they also allude to the fact that they might be part of this group of, like... Um, Paparazzi? No, they're like the... They're a bunch of um, Somali-born um, heist men, 
and they are kind of in this Pink Panther vein where yeah. they go in, they do more elaborate heists. Yeah, yeah. Um, and these guys were dressed as police officers. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if Connie's going to, I want those guys in a room. Yeah. You know, like he's going to like interrogate them or face them. Yeah. Uh, if if he faced these guys in a room, they would probably beat the crap yeah. They'd out of probably him. eat his face off. It's true. Yeah, it's so crazy dudes. So yeah, so that's that's the positive news. So basically, that's that's episode twenty. If you liked it, uh, please listen to more. Uh, we have we have nineteen more that you probably haven't heard. We have um, a basic audio library now, an audio archive, library, and it's all on vomiting rainbows for free. Uh, vomitingrainbows.com. You can uh, send Mike an email at contact at vomitingrainbows.com. Uh, and, you know, uh, please follow us on all of our social media. Uh, we're uh, We Vomit Rainbows on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.